you're listening to Men's Moment. My goal in this short Devo is to challenge you to live a Christ-centered life as a man that is full out and authentic in everything you do. So take these few minutes and enjoy some encouragement that will add clarity to your life's purpose. A man's moment of purpose. Can it happen again? Can a layman like you be used by God to change the state of our nation as we now experience it? Now think about it for a moment and contemplate what a culture, any culture, would be like that lived according to God's guidelines and principles. What it would be like to see public nudity and unholy acts disappear from our television screens? Or what if we watched in joy as dads and moms returned with all their heart to families they had so long neglected or even rejected? What would it be like to see people who identify as followers of Christ really begin to seek to truly live as Christ intended, loving and caring for people right in their own community? How much difference would it make to see people actively blessing God in their speech and actions instead of using his name as a punchline or curse? Can it happen? Can we see these types of changes in America today? I believe so. It has happened before, and it's referred to in history by many as the businessman's revival. It all started with an act of prayerful obedience by a businessman turned city missionary named Jeremiah Lanfear. The year was 1857, and the place was none other than New York City. Jeremiah was a businessman who came to Christ saving grace at the age of 33. He grew up in a spiritual environment, acquainted with revival, so he knew the power of God when unleashed with prayerful obedience. Though he had not been ordained by a church nor attended a seminary, Jeremiah nevertheless left his job as a businessman for full-time employment as a city missionary of the North Dutch Reformed Church, which was located on the corner of Fulton and William Streets. Three months into his new ministry assignment, Jeremiah decided to start a noon prayer meeting. Why a prayer meeting instead of an evangelistic meeting? It's probable that Lanfear realized that much prayer was required for any soul-winning or life-changing ministry. On the set date for the first prayer meeting, September 23, 1857, to begin at noon, One can only imagine how Jeremiah felt as he sat listening to the echoes of an empty room for 30 minutes. Then, one after another, a few believers eased in until there were six in attendance. And that is how the businessman's revival started. More people joined the second prayer meeting, and by the third week, 40 arrived to pray together. Sensing God at work, Lanfear turned the weekly prayer meeting into a daily one. Soon, other denominations from the Manhattan area began to join the trend, and prayer meetings at noon began to spring up at other church buildings and even theaters in the area. What with six praying men soon grew to an estimated 10,000 who would come together at noon for prayer meetings. Historians record that the impacts of the businessman's revival started by one single man with a heart for prayer and God's power to influence lives lasted at least two years. We should remember several thoughts from this revival. The first one is, we can have confidence in the promises of God. Another one is that God has told us He will hear the cries of His people. It's that simple. God is looking for humility 
for brokenness and repentance on our part. Anything less is personal idolatry. We can also note that when God's people humble themselves, pray, and repent, God will most definitely visit among them. And at that point, lives of families will be changed, which in turn changes communities, which in turn can change a state, oh, and even a nation. There is a growing sense among many Christians that God wants to move across our land again. His word promises that he will, but not with manipulation. It will take true, heartfelt, spirit-opening prayer. I received a communique this past week regarding revival in America from a young man who loves the Lord, and I joyfully read the missive that laid out several points that all started with prayer. I am praying now, as I have for the last 33 years, that it comes to pass quickly. But you know what? It will take warriors, prayer warriors. So will you join me and other men in this call to action, this call to pray for revival in America? Can it happen again? Can the nation be swept with the movement of God's Spirit that brings about peace, joy, gentleness, kindness, goodness, and the other outcomes of the Spirit? I believe it can. I believe it must. That wraps it up for this week's Men's Moment. Take just one item that God put in your heart from this Devo and act on it today. While you're at it, take time right now to pass this podcast link on to another man and encourage him to listen and subscribe. Remember, there are no shortcuts to living like God wants us to. So man up and live your life with truth and grace. Love your family deeply, pray hard, and do all of your work like you're doing it for the Lord. <laughs> because you are. Blessings. Blessings.